On this episode of John Marucci on the Road, we'll review Big Lagoon State Park in Florida's Panhandle, just 10 miles southwest of Pensacola, Florida. The 705-acre park encompasses Big Lagoon that connects the Pensacola Bay and the Gulf of Mexico. Long Pond is also within the park and is home to many alligators. Hey everybody, this is John Marucci. I made the jump to traveling with my RV back in 2016 and have never looked back. I've had my share of problems along the way, and this channel attempts to be what I wish I had when I started out. So let's go ahead and jump in. Besides access to lagoons and waterways that lead to the Gulf of Mexico, Big Lagoon is also a gateway site for the Great Florida Birding Trail. So there are definite opportunities for birding. It hosts nine distinct natural communities and features a number of endangered species. The park has many different recreational opportunities, including boating and fishing, with excellent access to the aforementioned waterways. Unfortunately, at the time of our visit, just a couple of months after Hurricane Sally hit the area in September 2020, much of the park remained closed due to structural damage. A large portion of the hiking trails, beach access, and biking paths were not accessible because of storm damage. Fortunately, the path to Long Pond was still open, and we're able to see tortoises and an alligator there. Here are some campground facts. There is one medium-sized campground centrally located within the park with 75 electrified campsites with water hookups but no sewer connections. There are also a few group campsites available. The campground has three modern bathhouses with showers nicely spaced within the campground loop and a dump station that can accommodate one RV at a time. The dump station ratio of 75 to 1 is fair, meaning you may have to wait if you depart at busier times. There are two boardwalks directly from the campground to points of interest near or at the beach, yet these were partially closed during our visit due to the aforementioned hurricane damage. There are five criteria we look at when raiding a campground. First up, hospitality and check-in. We give this a 5 out of 5 as we simply pulled up to the ranger station and checked in while remaining in the vehicle. The ranger handed us our site tag and we were on our way. Very easy. Next in our view is infrastructure and amenities, which we are giving only a 2 out of 5. The main park road is paved and in good shape, but the campground loop road has quite a few significant potholes. There are modern bathhouses in the campground section for showering, but we didn't see any laundry machines in the campground. The bathhouses themselves were moderate in age and appearance. The campground is well maintained and clean, and there is a security gate with passcode to enter the campground after hours. The main reason, however, for our lower rating is the recent damage due to Hurricane Sally. While this is no fault of the state park itself and will eventually be remedied, it is a significant infrastructure blow and, as of our time of visit, severely restricted access to much of the park's amenities. Site quality gets a 3 out of 5 as there is a good deal of difference between the quality of the various sites. Many sites are loose sand, some are hard packed sand, others are gravel, and a few have concrete pads. Some of the sites are not very level, but most are. All sites have water and electric and fire ring and picnic table. Some have 50 amp service and none have sewer hookups. Generally, the sites don't feel new and could use some material updates, including new gravel, yet electric and water service work well as expected. Our exercisability rating is three out of five as there are a few miles of paved park road to run on with very occasional slow traffic. We were able to get both five and six mile runs in with a bit of backtracking on the main road. 
Unfortunately, again, there's significant length of Park Road closed due to Hurricane Sally, which should be open at a future date. While hiking is now very limited due to the closed trails, there is significant water sports opportunity on Big Lagoon. Boating, fishing, kayaking, and canoeing are all prime opportunities. Finally, we're giving a 5 out of 5 for workability, as the bandwidth for AT&T was exceptional, with Verizon usable but less impressive. Using an iPhone 10, we had bandwidth speeds of 35.5 megabits per second down and 27.7 megabits per second up on AT&T. Using our Verizon 8800L Jetpack MiFi, we experienced slower speeds of 6.03 megabits per second down and only 1.14 megabits per second up. There is very little noise in terms of trains or airports near the campground, which would impede conference calls. In short, this is an excellent place to work remotely from in terms of bandwidth. Overall, we thought Big Lagoon State Park was a fair value. We could work remotely with no issues, and exercise was doable. However, until the infrastructure damage from Hurricane Sally is fully repaired, there is a significant portion of the park that remains closed. In light of this, we would not recommend staying here until the park fully reopens. You want to check directly with the park to confirm this before reserving a spot. If you're looking for hiking, you may want to look elsewhere for now. If you're looking for a place to kick back and relax and primarily desire access to Big Lagoon water sports, you may still be interested in staying here even before the park fully reopens. Okay, that'll do it for now. If you found this video helpful, please click the like button. We'd love for you to join the on-road team by subscribing to the channel. If you want to dive deeper, we put more content and photos on Instagram and Twitter at John Marucci. You can also follow us on Facebook at John Marucci on the Road. And also, don't forget the great travel resources, podcasts, and blog on johnmarucci.com. Thanks for watching. Stay safe. This is John Marucci, and so long for now.